Welcome back to Lasers and Lockets, the podcast all about strong and complex female characters in science fiction and fantasy entertainment. I'm Lee, your friendly neighborhood host, and this is episode 46. As a teaser for episode 47, I'm currently watching all five seasons of the series we'll be discussing in that episode. Hint, it involves a bunch of geniuses, a secret town, G.I. Jane, and a dog with an IQ of 130. So, get hyped for that one. Tonight's episode, though, was prompted by me all curled up on my couch on a Sunday evening, surfing through the various streaming services trying to find something I wanted to watch. And then I realized all I wanted to do was watch something that felt like a warm hug. And I got thinking about all the various series that I have loved over the years, and that I love to revisit. The series that I'll discuss tonight are ones that I feel have infinite rewatchability and rereadability. So we're talking shows, movies, and books. First, though, let's nerd out together with a wee bit of news. News. Winona Earp is three weeks into its fourth season now, and whoa, the series really feels like coming home. This season has fully embraced their M rating with an edgier, swearier format, but just as heartwarming and humorous as ever. The one-liners, romance, drama, humor, and unfortunate situations are what Erpers like me adore. If you've never watched Winona Earp, or you want to do a rewatch, the first three seasons are streaming on Netflix in the United States. Disney Plus will be releasing Mulan digitally on the app on September 4th. The catch? You have to pay an additional $30 to access it. Although it seems like a steep price, you'll have access to it for as long as you have an active Disney Plus account. This is an unprecedented move by Disney, as it will also release it in theaters the same day where theaters are actually open and in countries where they don't have Disney Plus. Are you going to buy it? I probably will. Mulan was one of my all-time favorite Disney films, so I've been greatly anticipating the release of the live-action version. Lastly, if you're enjoying this show, please take a moment to give us a five-star review on iTunes. It seriously helps us out. And also, please don't hesitate to share the show with your friends and family on your social media. If you're enjoying it, podcasts grow largely because of word of mouth, and we want to keep growing and improving. Let's be one big nerdy family, okay? All right, on with the show. It was hard to narrow down to just five series and books that I wanted to revisit, but I think I've got them. So let's go ahead and dive in. First of all, and something I haven't discussed very much at all in this uh, podcast is Harry Potter. This series of movies and books holds infinite rewatchability and readability for me. Even though I was in college when the books came out, there was something so magical, pun intended, about escaping to a world of Hogwarts and fighting alongside Hermione and Harry and Ron. Hermione was a character I deeply resonated with. I was never particularly good at school, but I feel like I would have been friends with her at Hogwarts, because I tried so darn hard to be good at school, I just wasn't naturally good at it. 
The series gives so much hope to me, and I often use an app called Ambient Mixer to listen to various Hogwarts common rooms in the background while I'm working. It makes me feel like I'm right there, and it oddly makes me more productive too, I think. Next, the book called Uprooted by Naomi Novik. This book. Oh, this book. It's one of my favorites of all time. And this book is a reimagining of a Polish fairy tale, I believe. Uh, But this book will just suck you in and take you for a wild ride. I think I'd like to have a full episode on it a little bit later this season. The premise of the book is fairly straightforward in terms of fairy tales, but it has some pretty incredible twists. A small town is reliant on a cold and calculating wizard to protect them from the wood. The wizard is called the dragon. But his price is what some would deem terrible. Every ten years, he takes a young woman to be his servant slash companion. At the end of the ten years, he releases them. While most return home for a while, they often move on to the big cities and other lives. No one really knows what the wizard does to them, except for the women. They all swear he never does anything inappropriate with them. The choosing approaches, and Agnieszka, I have never been able to pronounce her name, but Agnieszka, I don't know, is chosen uh, to the surprise of everyone. The book, like I said before, is going to suck you in. It has strong and complex female characters, a powerful and engaging storyline, and a world that will stick with you forever. I usually reread this once a year, and I've even created a homebrew uh, world and storyline and quest line for Dungeons and Dragons based on loosely based on it. So it's something that really was a powerful influence on me. Next, Star Trek Voyager. This series changed my life for the better. It was the first series that I shared my nerdiness with my friends, and it built my confidence as a baby nerd. Janeway, Bolana, and Seven were my friends as teenagers, and I like to revisit them when I need a friend to encourage me to be a better person, to be creative, and to use my scientific brain too. The series is still as fun today as it was for me back in the early 2000s and late 90s. I catch little things every time I watch it. While I may not always rewatch the full seven seasons, I do try to do it at least once a year or every couple of years. While I color or play games on my iPad, it's a perfect thing to have on in the background. The characters are still strong and powerful to me, and there are specific episodes that I come back to time and time again. For example, on Halloween, I always watch The Bride of Chaotica. Or if I want something a little creepy and scary, I watch The Thaw. And Year of Hell Parts 1 and 2 are excellent episodes to showcase Janeway's badassery. You can find all seven seasons streaming on CBS All Access, Hulu, and Netflix, I believe, in the U.S. I've got a full Star Trek Voyager episode earlier on in this podcast series, so maybe pop back and listen to that if you're new here or if you're looking for something else to listen to after this episode is over. Next, this one should be no surprise to long-term listeners, but it's Winona Earp. Since the series came out, I've rewatched all released seasons, a few times at least, 
This series is probably one I've rewatched the most next to Star Trek Voyager. And that says a lot. Winona, Waverly, and Nicole are my family. And there is no one I'd rather have on my side than a half angel, a ginger cop, and a hot mess of a demon detective. (laughs) I likewise have a full episode about Winona Earp, so I won't go into too much depth here. And I even got the great privilege of interviewing Bonnie from the Tales of the Black Badge podcast. It was so much fun. That's another one to put on your radar, I think, if you haven't listened to it yet. Lastly, Warehouse 13. This is the series that prompted this whole episode. As I was scrolling through Amazon Prime, I saw Warehouse 13, and I thought, that is exactly what I want to watch right now. I just need something to escape into that's funny and fun and quirky. Warehouse 13 is like a warm hug to me, finale excluded. Micah, Claudia, and H.G. Wells are my crew, and I rewatch this one at least once a year. It's one of the funnest worlds for me to escape into, and there are so many times I wished I had one of those artifacts from the warehouse to help with life. I mean, I know most of them have evil motives or have gone awry, but some could be super helpful, don't you think? And really, who hasn't renamed their cell phone as their Farnsworth? No one? Just just me? Uh, anywho. <laughs> you can find Warehouse 13 streaming on the new Peacock TV s- service, uh, which is free with ads, of course, or on Hulu, I believe. I own the DVD box series, though, so I usually bust that out instead of watching it on a streaming service. The uh, upside, I think, to having it as a physical media is that you're kind of, um, what's the word? You're sort of restricted to only watching the episodes that are on the disc before you have to get up and change it. So I think it prevents a little bit of over binging of an episode or a series. Because uh, that way you just usually get about four or five episodes on a disc and then you got to change it. So it also helps with your exercise, right? Because you got to get up, change it, and then walk back to the couch. I mean, that's at least five sets. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> There are so many other series that could be infinitely rewatchable. Legends of Tomorrow, I'm looking at you. Uh, and also books to reread. I would love to hear what your favorite Deja views are, though, uh, gentle listeners. Please take a moment to share them over on our social and tag us at Lasers Lockets. And we're at that on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or join us over on our Discord server. The link is in the show notes. And that's it for this mini episode of Lasers and Lockets. We'll catch you back here in a couple of weeks. Until then, hop aboard your favorite starship, grab your Farnsworth and Tesla gun, and let's hunt down some revenants while hanging out with some super smart wizards. Get your nerd on and be awesome. All right. No one really knows what the wizard does to them, but the ex- <laughs> Micah, Claudia, and H.G. Wells are my crew, and I rewatch. <laughs> I just made a farting noise with my hands.
Anyway, um, <laughs> so grown up. 